The KXAN News Podcast is sponsored by Shelf Genie. In-depth, investigative. This is KXAN News Today. We begin this morning with a live look outside. The rain is still falling. Our cameras in many places still frozen. It is going to be a long, slow recovery for thousands of people who are waking up this morning in the dark. Austin energy crews are out there trying to restore power, but the lightning now is a problem for the crews. At 9 o'clock this morning, we do expect an update from Austin Energy on the progress they're making so far and what is taking so long to get the power back on. Now, on top of the roughly 161,000 Austin Energy customers without electricity, Encore has close to 51,400 customers without electricity. Several other providers, uh, thousands of people who are still in the dark. And I'm talking about being in the dark for more than eight hours plus. Good morning, everyone. I'm Sally Hernandez. And I'm Tom Miller. We have the cold weather. We have the outages. Paramedics now worried about carbon monoxide exposure. They say this morning they already responded to four 911 calls involving five children and seven adults. Just a warning to stay safe. They say people are trying to run power to their homes with generators that they put in their garage. Yeah. And that is a bad thing. It is a recipe for disaster. But it's cold outside and they're trying to stay warm. There's a wrong way to do it, Kristen, but still, people are wondering when is the power going to come back on? When are we going to get a break in this weather? Yeah, you know, I know crews are working their tails off to get the power on. I can't answer that, but I can tell you that weather will start to improve later today. We begin with a look at our radar here showing scattered showers and thunderstorms. This looks a whole lot different than what I showed you yesterday because our temperatures just a little bit warmer. However, this is very heavy rain coming down. I mean, it's pouring in some areas out across western Travis. I mean, Bee Cave towards the western portion of the city. We've got thunderstorms out there, so this is going to add to the impacts as any sort of elevated object is still likely going to see additional ice accumulation. Even out in the hill country where temperatures are colder, we expect some additional ice this morning. Area-wide, we're in those low to mid-30s. You'll notice downtown at 33. So that's what's helping keep a lot of this just liquid rain, but we're still anticipating a few spots of that freezing rain this morning. The winter storm warning has been extended again till 10 a.m. This was set to expire at 6 a.m., but this thing just won't let go. So the winter storm warning is going to be with us for the next several hours. Those in our eastern counties, Caldwell, Bastrop, Lee, that's a winter weather advisory in effect for you guys until 8 a.m. I know it's not showing on this map, but the warning is where we're focusing our attentions on the additional impacts today. Later this afternoon, we start that thaw out process. That's the good news. So the winter weather advisory will expire at 8 a.m. And then we get the 40s in here. The ice starts to melt. We won't see sunshine today, but the fact that we get far enough above freezing to not see any more additional ice is key in the start of this recovery process. We're going to talk a little bit more about where we could potentially see the greatest ice accretion today. Come Coming up in your first winning forecast, but let's take a look at how our roads look with Erica. Yeah, and Kristen, I'm sure no one's going to be surprised. They don't look great at 4:33. This is a live look here at how things are shaping up around the Austin area. Obviously, very wet out there, and just not 
not a safe place to be if you do have to get out and about. I understand I did a lot of uh, driving yesterday just given the circumstances and was able to navigate things safely, but I absolutely ran into ice along Mopac. Uh, the far left lane over the Barton Creek Greenbelt was definitely iced over. There was a car crash there. There's two cars abandoned near William Cannon and Mopac, so it is a treacherous situation out there. My top concerns for you today tree limbs that have fallen all over Austin on major roads, on neighborhood roads, all across the Austin area and beyond. Traffic lights out also all over the place. You've got to treat that as a four-way stop and continuing to see icy spots on the roads. The flyover at I-30 or SH-45 and 130, that remains closed in Round Rock and then watch for a crash southbound 35 at uh, SH-45. Sally. Erica, thank you. We continue our live team coverage for you this morning. Want to take you live throughout Central Texas with our crews who are keeping an eye on those road conditions. We have Dylan McKim getting a closer look at these power outages and what Austin Energy crews are doing to try to get the power back on. Good morning, Dylan. Hey, good morning, Tom and Sally. Right now we are on Lansing Drive in South Austin. We're actually following a utility crew. Let me turn our front camera on right now because I think they have found a down power line here. Again, this is down in Lansing Drive down south in Minchok. Uh, we've been following this crew right now. We got word that there was a down power line here and they've been looking for it. it might be actually they're backing up here. Let's try to get out of their way of, of their way here, Christian. Uh, but guys, we have been heard word of a, a down power line. Of course, this truck right here, they have their flashlight on. Flashlight on. They have actually been checking the power lines down the street. There are so many trees down. I'll even show you this tree right in front of us. You see, this is really what it looks like here, uh, and, and no power, of course, uh, guys. It's a, it's very dark out here, and almost like a war zone of trees down here. Tom, Sally, Dylan, I wanted to ask you just how long you've been in that neighborhood and and how widespread the power outages look like in that area. Yeah, Tom, we actually just got here right before we went live here uh, on at 4.30. And the the power outage, at least here in this area, is very widespread. Of course, it's kind of interesting, you know, how power works. We could be driving down Minchok at one point where there's lights on. All of a sudden, you cross the intersection, and, and then all of a sudden, you see this. Lights are off. And I want to just say, I'm looking at our monitor right now. Uh, this camera does not do it justice of how actually dark it is. Uh, it's a little brighter for what you're seeing, but what we're seeing is actually a very dark view, um, and, and that's what people are going to be, you know, waking up to right now. And of course, without power, cold temperatures, a little light rain right now. Where in the area we are right now, Tom. Before we let you go, Dylan, and, and I know you're being careful out there and you're following Austin Energy crews, I want to talk a little bit of just how dark it is because that I think is the problem that, that I encountered. And, and even when the daylight comes out, you're going to see a lot of these trees that are on the ground. I had to swerve to avoid hitting some of these trees. Did you encounter any of that? Yeah, exa exactly right, Sally. Uh, it's gonna you, If you're going at a decent pace here, the, the lights that are out, you're gonna have a hard time seeing the trees on the ground until you're right on top of them. So if you are driving out on the roads, of course we are still encouraging people to stay off the roads unless it's necessary to get on the roads. Uh, let me show you right now, we have trees just uh, hitting us right now. You can just see what we're going through, but it's very hard to see the trees. So make sure you're taking your, your time and also those those traffic lights are out. So uh, be careful, treat those, those traffic intersections as like a four-way stop when you get to them, Tom, Sally. 
good advice, Dylan. We'll see you back here in just the next few minutes. Great information on the traffic lights, too. If there's no electricity, yeah. you don't know there's a traffic light that's there, but other cars are going to get in your way. That's what we heard from some of our you know team members who were driving in this morning, yeah. just that they're, you know, you're coming up to an intersection, intersection and you're used to at least seeing the flashing red lights. In yeah. some cases, that's not even happening. Yeah, it's pitch dark out there. Austin Energy knows that this is a problem. Austin Energy told the mayor and council members that it is prioritizing critical organizations. That means hospitals and fire stations. And it's also targeting the outages with the largest number of customers that it thinks it can get back online quickly. What about burying power lines underground? That's a question a lot of people have. If you do that, wouldn't that help reduce the power outages? Potentially comes with a large price tag though. Experts point to North Carolina as an example. That state's cost of transitioning to underground wires would take 25 years and increase utility rates for customers there by 125%. The chairman of the Public Utilities Commission of Texas told us it can cost a million dollars or more per mile of line. With the trees falling and snapping, we're taking a look at what you should do as Dylan was talking about. What do you do if one hits your car? Live look outside and you can see the rain is still coming down on my drive-in. It was pouring in pockets. We're gonna have live reports continuing throughout the morning. We'll check in on that tree situation next. Good morning, 441 is the time and the rain keeps falling down. You can see from our camera over at the Lady Bird Johnson Wildflower Center. You can see some lights in the distance, electricity on in some areas in Southwest Austin. Others are still in the dark, about 155,000 Austin Energy customers still without electricity today. We're working to get you answers. And if you're watching us on our streaming device, welcome listening to us on the podcast. It's good to have you around yeah. everyone. There's a good chance if you look out your window this morning, you are going to see those trees and those branches. They are breaking and they are bending across neighborhoods. It's really hard to avoid this wherever you go. You want to be careful driving because you might not see them in time. They're often hanging, hanging down over roads. We have KXAN's Blake Devine out live surveying the damage, the ice really causing some lasting damage to our trees, Blake. Good morning, Tom and Sally. I'm standing on West Campus right near MLK. And as you can tell, a lot of trees fell throughout our area. And right now, yesterday, a large tree fell on the side street, San Gabriel, and that knocked down the power line, which you can see right now behind me. Crews are currently working hard to restore the power at this early morning hour. It's one of just, just a lot of power lines that have been knocked down due to so many of the trees getting very heavy with ice. And they told me that a good majority of the nearby neighborhood is in the dark without power as we speak. So hopefully they can get the power going back on and they have a lot more work to be done throughout our metropolitan area. Guys. Um, while you're out there, we obviously see the rain. There's some lightning too that Kristen has been watching. That, that can't be safe for those who are above the ground right now trying to get those, those wires fixed. Definitely, while driving in today, I, I noticed several flashes of lightning myself. At first I thought it might've been those green sparks that we saw yesterday from the down power lines, but it is, is indeed lightning. So I'm gonna work to find out how they're able to do this safely, given the fact that it is very wet here and there's lightning outside. 
Hopefully it's one of those situations where it's not right, you know, within 10 miles of that crew, that sort of thing. But it is out there and something we need to be paying a, a lot of attention to this morning. In many cases, I know it is Kristen and our weather team that's able to inform these crews of the conditions out there. You may be wondering whether you are covered, you know, covered by your insurance if a heavy branch comes down and lands on your car. Good question. A lot of you are seeing that in your front yard and sometimes the cars are right under those tree yeah. branches. The short answer to Tom's question really depends on what kind of insurance policy you have. The Texas Department of Insurance points out if you have the basic general liability policy that the state requires you to carry, your car probably is not covered by the ice damage. This KXAN News Podcast is brought to you by Shelf Genie. I'm Rosie Newberry from KXAN Studio 512. Considering replacing your kitchen cabinets? Struggling to find or reach things? Go to shelfgenie.com slash Austin. Shelf Genie designs custom pull-out shelves for your existing cabinets, adding convenience and value to the most used room in your home. Shelf Genie custom pull-out shelves, everything in reach. You have to have comprehensive uh, auto insurance, which pays for things other than an auto accident. If it's somebody else's fault, that's when your liability, uh, their liability coverage would pay for your damage. But if you just have the bare minimums, uh, you're probably not going to be covered. The Department of Insurance has a tree from a neighbor's yard. If that falls onto your car and it causes damage, then their homeowner's insurance may be able to pay for your damage if your neighbor is somehow at fault. But generally speaking, they say in a situation like this where it's an act of nature, a whole lot of policies have some type of exclusion. Digging deeper to answer a lot of the questions, we've heard a lot what happens if your neighbor's tree falls onto your property. There's a Dallas area law firm that we talked to, Hargrave Law, says it all depends on whether the downed tree is the result of damage from a storm or negligence. Natural causes include lightning, water, flooding, storms. If severe weather caused it, whoever's property the tree fell onto is liable for that cleanup. That changes, though, if it's due to negligence. If a tree was rotting before or decaying before it fell, that property owner would be responsible for any damage caused to a neighboring property. We've got more on that law and local debris removal services all online right now at KXAN.com. Live look outside and you can see the rain still coming down in many places throughout our area. It is still freezing and that is causing problems for those trying to stay warm. The power out for tens of thousands. We're going to talk about the right and the wrong ways to find heat. Good morning. Look at this live view that we're getting from our photographer and our reporter over in South Austin off of Monchaca, I believe, road is where they're at off of Lansing. Look at the trees. They are on the ground. They're in their way. This is in a neighborhood without electricity. Be careful on your way out today as you wake up with us here on KXAN News Today. Well, you will be able, by the way, to take Austin public buses again today to avoid driving on the roads. Cap Metro plans to reinstate most bus services, and they're going to start doing that at 10. The delayed start is going to allow Capital Metro to assess the road conditions. The CAP Metro access team is going to be contacting customers if you have trips scheduled before 10 a.m. today to see if any appointments can be rescheduled. They're unable to reschedule an appointment for you and if road conditions allow then maybe they'll continue providing trips to they say life-sustaining treatments for those customers including those who are seeking treatment for dialysis. 
I also want to remind you about this. Because of the ice, some services like DoorDash have suspended operations in Austin. And that could be a good way to get your food right now if you don't want to go out driving. DoorDash, though, is expecting to resume deliveries this morning at 9. That, of course, could change, though, depending on the conditions. Your pictures and the videos that you've been sending us really helping show the impact this storm is having all across Central Texas. And we are getting some incredibly powerful images. There have been several close calls after all the ice has built up on the trees. Yeah, look at that. And look at the little kid walking out of that house. A minute before that tree came down, we're told that boy walked out. That video we showed you of the tree coming down, that was right after. Wow, and people will be busy the next few days calling their insurance companies. KXAN viewer Alonzo Perez took this video. This is along East Riverside. Look, there it goes. Tree branches kept falling, and they kept falling on top of cars. All the popping sounds, all of that with the white flashes coming from South Austin power lines in this video. Send us your photos and your videos safely. Please to report it at KXAN.com. You do help us tell the story. Just remember to please be careful, of course, when you capture those images. This way we know what you're dealing with and, and we can go to the people who are hard to reach and ask them, when is the cleanup going to start? When are you going to get power back on? Yeah, it's scary seeing these close mm -hmm. calls. Chris and you and I at the exact same time when we heard that poppy and both were like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. I mean, imagine walking outside your house and seeing and hearing that. And to me, the most sinking part is we knew it was coming and there's nothing you can do about it. You yeah. know, it's not like anybody did anything wrong. It's just when you see a half an inch to an inch of ice cover up a major metropolitan city, those things are going to happen. And it's just at this point, a waiting game and waiting for those to get out there one by one and improve that power line as they go. As far as what's going on this morning, this is a weird one. We've got a mix of rain, thunderstorms and freezing rain. Not quite as widespread in the hill country, but right now most of this is sitting on top of the Austin Metro. Look at the lightning coming in within some of that rain and freezing rain from Round Rock out towards the 130 toll. Georgetown at the moment seeing that rain coming down. Leander through Liberty Hill. Austin itself, we've got at this point mostly liquid rain because our temperature is above freezing, but every once in a while, especially as you climb just a little bit in elevation, getting into uh, the western part of Travis County, you're seeing that convert into some freezing rain. I can show you what it looks like on our Lady Bird Johnson Wattflower Center camera there in South Austin as this light rain continues to fall. Every once in a while, you'll get a good downpour, though. I noticed that on my way in this morning. Overall, the surface roads look okay. I mean, I was coming in from Hayes County, and 290 itself, the whole thing was sanded, uh, and, and I appreciate TxDOT crews staying on top of that. The problem is now we're still dealing with a little bit of ice accumulation on the objects, your vehicle, your trees in your front yard and such. Temperatures at the ground level is still in the low to mid 30s, but we've warmed up a little bit and that's going to be key to keeping most of this liquid rain and not any significant accumulation. Getting you into the afternoon hours, we expect those temperatures to be in the upper 30s to low 40s and then eventually tonight getting back down to the 30s, but we've got a good 12 plus hours of above 
freezing temperatures, and that's what's going to help begin that thaw out. The rain chances will be top heavy today, so it looks best this morning to see the scattered to widespread showers, drier conditions this afternoon, which is why that winter storm warning is going to take us through the morning, but then expire. This runs us through 10 a.m. Like I showed you earlier, winter weather advisory in place for parts of our eastern counties until 8 a.m. Basically, the bottom line is we are we are wrapping things up here. This is the last round expected this morning. 7, 8, 9 a.m. Scattered showers in the form of liquid rain and freezing rain. Then our radar starts to get quiet. There's a couple little showers expected up in our northern counties this evening, but the majority of us are dry after lunchtime. Additional ice accumulation, maybe a few hundred seven inch out where we're colder. But I, I don't expect really any more meaningful ice accumulation here in Austin. I think most of that ice today is going to stick out west. Low 40s today with a 50% chance of rain. Look at your weekend. Dry, sunny. We go from the 40s today to the 70s by Monday. Then another storm takes aim at us Tuesday, Wednesday. At this point, liquid rain with those temperatures so much warmer. Let's get a check on what our traffic conditions look like with Erica. Yeah, and thanks, Kristen. Unfortunately, I don't have access to my tech stock cameras. I think this power outage has taken out the ability for me to connect with them. It shows that some of them are working, but I unfortunately cannot see them. So that's going to make it a little bit hard not going to let me have those visuals like I'm used to, but I do obviously have some things I do want to relay to you. Also, just a side note, yesterday we don't have power at my house in Southwest Austin. I also wasn't able to even use my cell data. So just a thought if you are checking in on your friends and family, you may just need to give them a call. I was able to make calls, but just something to consider. Uh, my main concerns, the tree limbs all around the Austin area blocking roads and those traffic lights just being completely blacked out. Treat that a four-way stop. On my drive in, I saw uh, several cars just plow right through those intersections, so be very careful. And then just watch for some lingering icy spots on the road. But otherwise, I was able to navigate around very carefully around Austin yesterday in my car. There is a crash on Mopac southbound at 45th Street, also a crash northbound 35 at uh, SH45. And the flyover, as far as I know, it's still closed at SH45 and SH130 in Round Rock. Thanks for joining KXAN News today. You can also listen to KXAN News nightly every weekday after 5.30 p.m. for in-depth coverage on what matters most to you.